Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 作为父母，我们尽己所能在这场疫情中保证孩子们的安全。现在，我们有了确保他们更安全的最佳工具。咱们所能做的最为重要的事，就是为孩子接种疫苗来预防 COVID-19。疫苗已经被证明对满五周岁的孩子是安全有效的。联系您孩子的医生，或访问 myturn.ca.gov 来查找您附近的疫苗。由 The California Department of Public Health 带来。Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, twelve hundred minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow! The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The fifth hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere, the vast power of iHeart, the global reach of podcasting. You have stumbled upon another edition of the Fifth Hour with Ben Mather, and for that we thank you because four hours a night are not enough. We do this eight days a week, eight days a week. As you know, if you are a loyal minion and supporter, we thank you. And、uh, tell a friend, tell a friend that this is a secret cheat code. And I, boy, if you did this, you'd make my day. And I'm hearing reports of people that found the podcast because of this word of mouth advertising. If everyone listening, you and the other people listening to this podcast, get one person, friend, coworker, relative, to download this podcast, we will immediately, in the bat of an eye, double the podcast. Numbers, which would be great, make the bosses happy and all that stuff. So, and、uh, and also, I'm not opposed. I've said this in the past. I'm not opposed.、Uh, grandpa and grandma have a smartphone. They're not that tech savvy. If you happen to borrow their phone and subscribe them to the podcast, I for automatic download. I don't think they'd be upset by that. I don't think that's illegal. Maybe I'm wrong on that. If they let you borrow the phone or whatever,、uh, we are joined west of the 405. Sashaying his way down the catwalk, doing a pirouette, Mister Look at Me, man, David Gascon.
feel very honored to be introduced like that. I don't know if I had an entrance like I was a WWF wrestler, would it be more like like Rick Rude or Mr. Perfect? I'm trying to figure that out. Well, you you would be the heel. Right? I think we all know that. that they were both were, heels. No, but you, you, there's no, on this show, you, you are the bat, you're like a low level Batman villain on this show, right? You have, you, you have nefarious intent. Yeah. You are, you're menacing against the Maller militia. Yeah. Now you're like, you're like the perfect gargoyle, right? You're like a fake tough guy, (laughs) you know, it's. I love gargoyles. That's a drop. That's a drop. I love, why you said it. You also love Lucifer. Uh, you, you're a big wow. fan of Lucifer. Right? Wow. Yeah. wow. No? Are you, were, you a, were you a fan of Batman back in the day as a kid, the show? I did. I, I love, you know, the TV when I was a kid was terrible and we didn't have the internet. So I watched like the, they still were showing the Batman, the TV show Batman reruns. I was a big fan of that. Adam West, Adam baby. West. <laughs> yeah. It was so corny. <laughs> Yeah, I, I watched some really crappy like Chips, the TV show Chips. Oh, yeah, I wanted Chips. to be a high, I wanted to be in the California Highway Patrol because don't, of don't forget Dukes of Hazard, man. Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> That's another one. But Chips, <laughs> it was funny because when I first started in the in radio and I was in San Diego, and then I got I got the reporting job, so I'd go into LA, and I remember I'm making the turn from the ten to the one ten. Mm. going to the sports arena and you drive in that circle, you drive right past the California highway patrol headquarters in downtown, yeah. which is where they filmed, you know, chips, the, mm-hmm. the show. And so I got so excited by that. And I was like, Oh man, that's where Poncharello was at, you know, all that <laughs> stuff, right? and then, and I, I also, I love, there was a show called emergency. This, this oh yeah. Cheesy. William Shatner was the uh, host of that one. Right. No, 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 no. It was uh, it was like an ambulance, like fire station show and stuff. And it was like cheesy 1970s, early 80s television. And it was like station 51. They made up this fake fire station. And uh, I watched that a lot because that was on TV in the afternoon when I got home from school. And I, I drove by. Unfortunately, that fire station was a re- it's a real fire station. It's actually west of the 405. It's over in your territory, which is mm. unfortunate. But they uh, they did film that show there. So some of the some of the shows I watched uh, back oh, in man, the day. I'm, I'm looking up the cast. Yeah, William Shatner did Rescue 911. But yeah, Emergency. I'm looking that up. 1972. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was off the air by the time I started really getting into TV. But they still, you know, reruns. They didn't yeah. have anything. They were still showing I Love Lucy reruns and Three Stooges and you know stuff like that was still getting regular play on on television. So and Archie Bunker, which oh. I don't think they'll even broadcast anymore. No. I guess I'm old. I don't know what happened, but it's crazy. Anyway, uh, we have the mailbag, Gascon, your favorite podcast, my favorite podcast. I know you're not sending in. I know you're not supposed to look forward. You look, you know, you look back a little bit, but I'm, I'm eagerly awaiting the mailbag for next week for some reason. Just putting that out. Is there. that right? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I just, a, I just have a, I just have a feeling there'll be a handful of people that start whining and complaining about certain kind of audio that is being yeah. bled into their ears. But we'll wait and see. Well, listen, that is your domain. Uh, yes. You are the uh, engineer producer yes. of the fifth hour. So if there's any problems, any complaints, yes. uh, you can direct those to David J. Gascon yeah. and uh, send those in. Yeah. So, all right, here we go. This uh, email bag, the first one's from Pierre in Springfield. Massachusetts, he says, uh, being the prestigious and wealthy radio personalities that you are, have you ever had ad copy cross your desk that you flat out rejected and told the company that you wouldn't read or endorse? It's not like either of you would endorse just anything, say, like an erectile dysfunction aid. Uh, I'd absolutely endorse that. In fact, maybe I do. Uh, In that vein... Pierre says, have you ever had a dust up with an employer over something that you said or done on the air? Well, of course, that's happened over time. Um, We actually, me and Looney, we had one of our sponsors was a bacon company, right? 
And I had made a joke on the air, you know, trying to, we were trying to, you know, ad lib, em- improvise the copy to get you to buy this unique brand of bacon. And I said, this bacon's so good, uh, even Jews eat it, right? Like that. Now, I thought being Jewish, I'd be able to get away with that. But this was several years ago and I got in trouble for it. So some guy was listening. Some guy was listening and complained. And I was like, well, I thought I had the exemption. You know, it's like it's like when, you know, black guys do jokes about black people. You're allowed to do it. I thought that was the rule. But I guess I guess not. So but uh, what about you, Gascon? Have you gotten any trouble with any of this stuff? No, I've never gotten in trouble, but I've never had. I mean, most of the copy that I get is just, it's like one or two lines outside of like a discover card read, but nothing ever to that point. Like I haven't gotten it. Have you gotten woke copy yet? I haven't gotten any woke copy. Mm, I've gotten some with like woke phrases that I've tried to work around, but yeah, Hey, we're, we're, as John Sterling told us, we're here to sell the soap. That's right. We're here to sell the soap. Now, it's a little bit different because we work on the national level where the national level, we don't get paid to read copy. Um, Regional. Unless you have a special special side deal, then you'll get paid to read copy. But but yeah, usually usually we don't get paid extra for the commercial endorsements. Uh, Yeah. That is is accurate. All right. Chad from Champaign, Illinois writes and he says, hey, Ben, have you actually counted – or have a rough estimate on how many hats you own today. We, we've actually talked about this, Chad. I don't have a number. I think I want to say the number is like 30 or 40, but I think it might be even higher than that. He says, do you have a room of just hats on display at the Mallard Mansion? Where do you put them all? Well, I actually have them right now. I have these big hat bags because I have noticed if you, if you leave your hats out, there's this thing called dust. That gets all over the hats and it becomes problematic. And so I, I keep them in these airtight um, plastic hat bags, which are specially designed uh, to store hats. So that's where I keep them most of the time, which does. The only problem with that is I can't see everything. So sometimes I have a rotation of hats that I try to go through, but sometimes I'll forget a hat and then it'll be kind of be lost in one of the bags. And so then I have to go back and and go through it. But that's uh, that's the hat deal, Chad. Uh, Geo writes in. He says, do you enjoy doing the live radio show or the podcast? Well, I like both. I, I prefer radio. I prefer radio. I've done that a lot longer. I like that we can say whatever we want on the podcast. Like I feel like podcasting is great. It's more narrow, though. The, the audience is, is less than radio. There's still a lot of people that don't listen to podcasts. Podcasts have become very big and much bigger than they were when they started, obviously. But there's always that magic of radio where people driving across the country stumble upon you know, the radio and they're lonely or whatever. You don't get that with the podcast. You have to want to listen to this podcast. You don't stumble upon this podcast. So yeah, that's- it's safe to say. And then on top of that, just the... I mean, you mentioned it in past episodes with people being able to rate it and comment on it. People just can't access it all the time. I did find out that some of the um, some of the platforms too aren't always updating content too, like Apple iTunes at times or even iHeart won't automatically refresh or update content on the regular like it, it did in in weeks past. So, kind of curious about that. Hmm, interesting. It, right. On our podcast or podcast in general? Podcast in general, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Um, Bill in Los Angeles writes and he says, if there are a hundred legs on a centipede and a thousand legs on a millipede, how many stamps are in a stampede? And then, he, and then he says, this is for you, Gascon. If a woodchuck could chuck wood, how much could a woodchuck chuck? If it hired a bunch of uh, guys from Home Depot, it's <laughs> a good question. One. And he wants to know what time is it in Brisbane, Australia? Um, what are they like? Are they like a twelve-hour difference from us? No, they they got to be more. New Zealand's like nine, eighteen or nineteen hours, depending on the time of the year. So I, I assume Australia's are they on the same time zone as New Zealand, or is it like an hour difference? I think it might be an hour difference or something like that. So I think they're 20 hours. Wait, no, they're 14. Oh, they're 14 hours ahead of New York. So 17 hours to us. 
yeah, I'm worried about us. Yeah, 17 yeah, hours. So, yeah, uh, because I know – because I go on in New Zealand every Friday, and that's a 19-hour gap from West Coast time. Oh, yeah, with Darcy, right? Yeah, Darcy Walder. So I actually go on Friday afternoon in L.A. I go on my, – my hit time, my call time is at like 1 – 120 roughly between 120 and 125 i'm supposed to go on and but that is saturday morning it is the most listened to saturday morning like show (laughs) in new zealand they don't have a lot to pick from but they love love that show it's like a news show it's not even a sports show oh they might just love you for your accent my weird yankee accent yeah your yankee accent all right, uh, David in Toronto says, "Hey Ben, why don't we just allow pitchers to pitch with a tool belt on their hip?" <laughs> well, that's essentially what Pete Alonso said, right? Didn't Pete Alonso say that this week? That we talked about that, did a monologue on it. He's like, oh, "I don't care what they use. Let them have all that behind the mound. They can do whatever they want." I feel bad for Dave in Toronto. Really? Why, why that- do you feel bad for? Dave? Is that Toronto? Because uh, that country is that country's lost right now, man. People aren't going out. Kids aren't going back to school. It is just lockdown central. It's wild. I got family living in Tor- not in Toronto, but in Canada. It's just awful. Wild and crazy. And they have bagged milk also. Bagged milk. But the poutine is good if they can yeah. get to it. Yeah, true. Poutine's wonderful. <laughs> All right. Uh, Michael has a, a Gascon list question for both of us. He says, rank the cheaters, Lance Armstrong, Garrett Cole, steroid guys, trash can, and buzzer cheats in Houston. All right. So on my uh, my big board here, I've got number four on the list. I am going to put Garrett Cole. Not that I'm dismissing what Garrett Cole is doing, but I'm going to put him last on this list. The Yankee pitcher using spider tack to doctor the ball. Uh, then I would put the steroid guys ahead of Garrett Cole. So they're number three on the list. Now, number two is a toss-up. I'm going to give number two to Lance Armstrong. And number one, the Astros, the cheating Astros edging out that scoundrel, Lance Armstrong, who hornswoggled? Although to be fair, Armstrong in the in the big picture, that charity, that cancer charity, which was taking money for cancer awareness and not really cancer research, which is bullshit. Mm-hmm. He should be number one. But I have a beef with the Astros. But in society, you would say in the general population, Lance Armstrong, because of the charity stuff and and also just the lying and all that. But it's cycling, so it's not to me. It's not that big a deal. Because I don't really follow cycling, the sports part of it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going the opposite way. I will go Lance Armstrong as number one, Astros number two. And don't forget, he didn't win just one Tour de France. He went on a run. And the ability for him to have that blood cycled in and cycled out, beat all those tests to do it with one testicle and then at the same time, just absolutely crush his relationship with Cheryl Crow. I think they were, I think they, I don't know if they were married or dating at the time. Um, but he was encompassing like the United States as just that American bred. He was that symbol, right? He was like, he was Rocky in Rocky Four. He was, he was our white knight. And the fact that he went internationally. And cheated the entire system. I know, obviously, cycling is full of cheats, but for him to do that on such a national stage, and don't forget, like the the money is one thing, the prize money is one thing, but the endorsement money is a completely other thing. And he raked in thousands and millions of dollars, and you know had a double middle finger to everybody, and uh, and then goes on TV, and his act of contrition was so small. I, I didn't believe one ounce of it at all, but. Yeah, you know, the woe is me and the victim card too. I, I Lance Armstrong's the top dog on that for me. Yeah, he's a douche. He he lied. I mean, there were people he, he won a lawsuit. That's like you know, you think about lawsuits and winning and losing lawsuits. He won a lawsuit against someone that said he cheated while he was cheating. He won yeah. a settlement. It was uh, it was about that. It was one of the testing, it was one of the delivery guys, right? I think it was one of the delivery guys that was delivering or transporting um the blood samples 
from one center to another. I think that's what it was. And he got fired. Well, that was the Ryan Braun thing. Was that the Lance Armstrong, right? Ryan Braun accused the guy from that. FedEx. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good. And, and then remember, like, Eric, all these athletes, of course, the dumb athletes, the dumb jocks are like, oh, no, he never, Ryan Braun never cheated. Remember Aaron Rodgers said he would oh, make yeah. a year's salary or a game check or something yeah. on that? Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, it's so funny. It's uh, These guys are such dopes. All right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Mark in Ottawa, another fine Canadian lad, says, what is David's favorite thing to gag on? The Ottawa Senators. Okay. Uh, Ricardo from Fresno says, Ben, how many callers do you have on the payroll? Yeah, no shit. Uh, that's a good question. Well, right now on the payroll, we've got Marcel in Brooklyn. Pierre. Beardring. Beer, you know, Pierre doesn't call. Beardring, he's, he's on the Twitter payroll. That's a different different no. part. Uh, we have uh, – who else? We have Beardring and Brian Halfpint. In Chris Kansas in Houston. City. Chris in Houston has been on the payroll for a while. Uh, Regina in Minnesota, hollering James in Minnesota. We're very big. Hayes in Minnesota. Mm. We pay a lot of our callers from Minnesota. They're characters on the show. They're voice actors. They actually appear on a lot of radio shows. Um, we've had uh, good down the list here. Of course, in Maine, we have Blair in Maine. We actually changed his character. He originally was Blair in California. We changed his character. We paid him a little extra money to pretend to be Blair in Maine. Uh, we did that. Blind Scott, Blind Emmett, the Seahawk fan. He's a new character. That's on, We have a big budget on this show. We pay a lot of a lot of random people. Jed who fled, the, uh, the, you know, the guy that pretends to be a meth addict uh, on the show. <laughs> he's, he's a popular character on there. Uh, yeah, we, fats in Philadelphia, you know, the cliche trope of a fat Philadelphia sports fan that lights himself on fire and screws my name. That cost a lot of money because he, he got a daredevil rate guest gun when he lit himself on fire during the draft. We had to pay him daredevil money fats. Uh, that cost us a lot of lot of moolah. And then we have like people we pay on, you know, we pay on Twitter, uh, like, you know, Justin in Cincinnati, just Josh, Jay Scoop, Queen Roxanne. Uh, you know, goat man, you know, we have joke writers that we, it's a very expensive show. This is a big budget operation here. That's yeah. a great question, Ricardo. We pay a lot of people. It's very kind of you to actually pay some money to uh, Justin in Cincinnati. I know he's been out of work for the last two years cause he's a dumbass. So congratulations. Good job. Well, at this point, I don't think he's out of work. I think he's retired. I don't think yeah. he can say he's out of work. He hasn't really wanted to work. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, he can't even figure out which body is which. You know, my God. It's amazing. All right. Kevin in Kansas writes, and he says, Dear Ben and David, as a high school teacher, I like to hear where my former students have ended up as they move on in their life. Do you ever hear from former teachers who are proud when they hear that you're on a national radio? Uh, you know, I have not directly heard from any teachers, I have heard through associates. There's a few people I talk to from high school or elementary school. Actually, there's one person who's still friends with our elementary school teacher, Miss Kleeman. And she's retired. You know, she's, uh, you know, I guess, older at this point, obviously, because she's a lot older than I am. And, yeah, she's, uh, she's aware and supposedly very proud, so that's cool. But, yeah, if I was a high school teacher, that would be, like, the coolest part, like, to see what happens, what these, these pupils go out and do. I think that's, that's pretty What about you, Gascon? Any teachers reach out to you? I've had coaches. I've had a couple coaches that have reached out <laughs> listening to the podcast, and I just – I'm like, man, why listen to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because it's so different. You know, people will say, "Man, you sound drastically different on the air than you do in person." And part of it's because you know how I am, or you yeah. know how I talk in person is uh, you know probably a little bit more R-rated compared to on television or radio. <laughs> but I I used to get that a lot when I was doing stuff back in the Dodger days because yeah. the guys on the team, you know, I was in the, in the locker room a lot, hanging out with those guys, and I was you know I have a good time. And the guys would be like, you know, you're like a total introvert. You don't say anything when you're around us. And then you get on the radio and you won't stop talking. Like, <laughs> like, what is that? You know, they're giving me a hard time. And I was like, well, yeah, if I, if I get on the radio and I'm an introvert and I don't say anything, I won't be in radio. I have to talk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a crazy, crazy yeah. dynamic. 
yeah, it's, it's not that hard to figure out. The arithmetic on that is not that hard. Yeah. This job is not that easy. All right. As a young man dating in your teens and young adult years, did you ever, this is a Vols fan, Jimmy hmm. in Fayetteville, Tennessee. He's got that nice volunteer accent. He says, uh, you know, young guys, uh, did you ever get caught red handed, busted, cheating on your girlfriend or boyfriend? Uh, for both of you. Uh, no, the, the answer is no. Uh, I had uh, such a struggle dating. Uh, I, I was in no position. Like I probably would have if I had the opportunity, but I didn't have the opportunity. So it was never an option. It was never a card that I had because it was it was a struggle to get second dates. So I mean, the, the idea that I would uh, be cheating on someone uh, seemed preposterous. What, now, I guess, Scott, I've heard you're a playboy. I've heard you've... Uh, You've been chastised by some women there. You've had a wandering eye. Is that accurate? Yeah, but I've never been caught. I've never been caught red-handed with my my hand Pants in a cookie down. jar. Yeah, ne- yeah, or, never, or never. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never been caught. More about circumstantial evidence that has led me um, on the out and out, but never, never red-handed. Thankfully, so I was able to maneuver and talk my way out of some traffic at times. Yeah. Well, they do say, though, the more you talk, the more it's an indication you're lying, right? That, yeah, but when you're younger, you're more likely to believe some of the shit that's out there. So I had, I had the gift of gab early on. And, uh, you know, don't forget, I was a, a young buck staring down the barrel of, of Chief Gascon. So whenever that's I got true, in yeah. trouble with the chief, I had to make sure I was like locked down, like believable, convincing, eye to eye contact, never wavered. Uh, so I was a, I was a tactician back in the day <laughs> at bed, three, six, five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets. When you bet just $5, whatever the sport, whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed, three, six, five. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. So you're telling me that the chief, being your father, allowed you to become a better manipulator because you had to get around a, a man whose job is to figure out whether people are lying. Or not. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, obviously him being in the household, it was my way of sharpening the knife, right? Like I had to, if I could sharpen the knife and, and use those skills there, that I could use it on anybody. Which sounds yeah. really bad. <laughs> now that I say that. No. West of the 405, need I say more? Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double arm kid carry. Looks like dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, Barry from Nashville says, Yo, yo, ma, Benny. And that has yet to pick up, Barry. I know you want people to say that when they call up Yo-Yo Ma Benny. It's yet to happen. Hopefully it will. Uh, He says, if the Clippers win the NBA championship, will you commit to Gascon that you will celebrate by cooking the tomahawk steak? Uh, Yes, Barry. If the Clippers, uh, when the Clippers win the championship, when they come back against the Utah Jazz here and win the championship and then knock out the Suns in the Western Finals and take down the Brooklyn Nets, uh, I will cook the tomahawk steak. And not only will I cook it, I will video it and put it on social media so you can see me cooking and eating said steak. I have a right? vested I have a vested interest now in your Clippers because I actually made a wager last weekend with a Fox Sports Radio colleague that the Clippers will beat the Utah Jazz, and if they do, I get a steak dinner. Who did you bet? I bet George Reister. 
Oh, you did? I, I mean, did. Yeah, and the weekend guy, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I said, yeah, hey, right. can't, he bet Dan Beyer a couple weeks ago about the Clippers and Mavericks, and uh, Dan won himself a steak dinner for him and his wife. And so I said, hey, the, the application of this bet has to be the same. So if the Clippers win, I get steak dinner for myself and a, and a plus one. So I said, all right. And if you if the Jazz win, you have to get him a steak dinner. Is that no? Like? I got to buy him an expensive bottle of champagne or wine. So, uh, yeah. well, you're coming out ahead on that. You're just going to go down to like the 99 cent store and get some, you know, two buck chuck. Or no, no, like he that. he mentioned the wine. I don't know. I don't, or he mentioned the alcohol. I don't know what kind it is, but I did the uh, price check on it last week, and it's it, it carries a hefty price tag. How much is it? It's like close to three bills. Three hundred dollar bottle. Oh my god! Yeah. So if the Clippers oh, lose, I'll need some scratch from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It checks in the mail, pal. All right. <laughs> Carlos in Houston says, uh, since you're putting all these doctors on your podcast, what are the chances that you put Doc Mike on your podcast? Also, where can I get that Ben Maller tune with Jay Scoop and just Josh? Well, Carlos. I know you're off social media right now, which is problematic, but both Jay Scoop and Just Josh are on Twitter. So if you get like a burner Twitter account, they'd be more than happy to share that. Uh, you can get copies of all those songs from Jay Scoop and Just Josh and also Raz Quit the Band from Minnesota. He's put all his material on YouTube. So you can find uh, that stuff uh, is there uh, there as well. And, and I have recommended putting uh, Doc Mike on the podcast, but I've, I've gotten pushback from uh, someone. I don't I will not say the person's name, but he lives west of the 405 who has taken an anti uh, Doc Mike uh, position. Uh, I, I, in fact, I've, I've said, why don't we just put some of the callers on? We'll, we'll learn about them. We, we did a very popular series during covid which was the power hour and did very well. We learned about doc and cowboy and different people. And uh, so uh, you've been against that though, Gesca. you've been uh, been against that. You feel like they're below you. You'd rather talk to reporters from Buzzfeed and uh, other people. Yeah. Dr. Saad. Uh, It's a tough time because when you have people on that go on your radio, the problem is, is that many people don't want to listen to people with lisps or talking through that one hole in their mouth with no teeth. Like, like I don't want to invest in indentures for these people. I don't want to have to guide them to the phone to, you know, direct them how to dial up the internet and things of that nature. It's really, yeah. Yeah. I don't like associating with those kind of people. If you don't get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. What, what you're saying is you're basically announcing I'm an asshole. Uh, and I want, just in case you thought I wasn't an asshole, let me criticize and denigrate, you know, just malign, uh, you know, people and, uh, you know, just, we'll we'll just say how weak they are and they're below me. They're the hoi polloi, they're the, you know, the flotsam and jetsam of society. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm an aristocrat, I'm a robber baron, so uh, I am better. And so these people should be killed. Yeah, well, I'm not killed. That's a little dramatic, but uh, you know, beat, how about this? Beat into a pulp. Beat into we, a pulp. Uh, we we can put on. I'm a pilot. I'll I'll allow him to come on to the show. How about that? I'm a pilot first. Tammy second. Queen Roxanne third. Um, and that I think will do it. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. That'll, what about what about your guy Terry in England, who's also a, a toe sucker for you? What Terry's, about him? Putting- Terry's sleeping during the times that we record the show, so I can't disturb him while he's peacefully sleeping the night away. Oh, you know his sleep schedule. Wow, he really are. You are tight with him. I don't know the listener's sleep schedule. That's wild. Oh, you I just know, admitted you know a grown man's sleep schedule. That's embarrassing. Well, I know your sleep schedule, so that doesn't say a whole hell of a lie. <laughs> well, yeah, we work together, but you know, we don't work with Terry in England. My God. It's embarrassing. Well, well, you know, What's wrong with you? Keeping the foreign relations, man. United States and the UK. Strong as ever. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I am all about giving back. I'm a man of the people, right? I'm not below that. You know, I'm blue collar all the way. So I would, you know, the blue collar radio guy, I would love to put more listeners. Doc Mike would be great. 
a moving man, Matt, who hates your guts. He would be mm. wonderful. Chris in Houston, we, he can tell us how much he hates when we put these uh, these political type guests on and all that <laughs> and can complain and whine and bellyache about all that and tell us how wonderful Houston sports is unless it's not. All right. Uh, next one from Kyrie in OKC he says, Big Ben, the goat. What is the origin story behind you hating ranch dressing? which is the greatest condiment, he says, of all time. Why do you hate it so much? And not to leave you out, gag on, is there any condiment or sauce that you despise as much as Ben hates ranch? He says, uh, thanks for all the love every week. My, by reading my questions, I run around the house telling my wife, kids, and mother-in-law and playing the question for them every Sunday. Well, God bless you, Kyrie. And really... God bless your wife, your kids, and your mother-in-law for having to put up with you. Uh, so, so good job by them. Uh, but the, the short answer, I'll go first here, Gascon. Uh, it goes back to my childhood and uh, my first and only experience with ranch dressing, where I realized immediately through the palate of a child that this was the devil's blood. And anybody with a discerning palate will tell you that ranch dressing is not only disgusting, it's putrid, right? It tastes exactly like it should because it is halfway rotten milk. That is what ranch, you are consuming halfway rotted milk. You're not, you're not consuming some fresh thing. It's, it's half rotted. Why would you want to take that particular item? And, you know, if you take it out of the fridge, by the way, and, and you smell it, and the fridge, it, it smells every. My wife has ranch dressing. It smells up everything. It, it, it's terrible. And yet, over the last almost 30 years, ranch dressing has been the most popular salad dressing. Now, I was told by somebody in the restaurant business, the reason that started being the number one condiment, like in the Midwest and whatnot, is because... It was so cheap. They'd mass consume it. They you know, make a lot of money. And then the other thing is like blue cheese dressing, which sucks also, right? Which is a little more flavorful than ranch dressing. But the, the point is that people, a lot of people in America have really bad taste buds. So that's the point. What about you, Gascon? What do you, anything that you despise? Uh, I think blue cheese I despise. Uh, but on the other side of the spectrum... I don't know why I love teriyaki sauce on just about anything. There's a there's a spot in in Torrance or Gardena, and um, it's kind of like L and L L and L Hawaiian. Um, it's called the Loft, and Ben they would serve these giant plates of grilled chicken teriyaki with white rice, mac salad, and then these fat French fries. And man, I. I would dip my French fries into the teriyaki sauce. It was that good. And I have, a, yeah. I, I will put teriyaki sauce on a lot of things. I'd put it on the Mac salad and put it on the rice. Mac or teriyaki sauce. It's got a lot of steam to it. Yeah. No, I, I'm a, a big teriyaki sauce supporter. I'm an advocate of the teriyaki sauce. I don't eat it enough, <laughs> but it's wonderful because it's mostly sugar. Yeah. That's all you do. Now, I, I just want to point out that as we are recording this podcast in the new studio that we're using uh, for the next couple of weeks here on the podcast, uh, the uh, the wife overheard my anti ranch dressing uh, rant, and she is she's decided my wife has pushed back here with ranch propaganda. Yeah, and uh, she's giving the talking points of the cult of ranch dressing, and she says. She just sent me a message here that says that ranch can be made without buttermilk, which uh, it's not really ranch dressing at that point. And then uh, she's also said uh, buttermilk is what is left over after butter is churned. And she screamed. She wrote in, in all caps here, you eat butter. <laughs> yeah. Should I contact a divorce attorney, Gascon? Do you think this is worthy of divorce court? What do you think? No, but I think she's going to cut you off for sex for a week. <laughs> <laughs> she's also threatening me, Jessica. She says that I am not getting out of this. I am not. I am not. <laughs> she's a, she likes to say she's a stage five clinger. Uh, that, is, uh, that is the. Uh, the Come hell or high water, baby. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. All right, we have more questions. Steve in Winthrop, Massachusetts, writes in. He says, which happens first, Cam Newton throws a touchdown or Tiger Woods gets another rent-a-car? I'm going to go Cam on that. I think that's a rhetorical question. Uh, let's see here. David from Simpsonville, South Carolina. As a question for Gascon, he says, would you consider being the bachelor or be on the bachelorette for both of you? What size T-shirt do you wear as well? Man, I could never do one of those shows. The only show I would ever consider doing, and I don't know if you remember this, but it was like late 90s or early 2000s, early 2000s was uh, was Temptation Island. It was on Fox, too, for a while. Did you did you ever watch that? I, I, I saw a few episodes. I vaguely remember the show, but yes, I've heard it. I think I've used that reference in monologues when I talk oh. about free free agents. I'll say Temptation Island. Yes, like that. that show was so good. So for people that don't know or, or remember that show, I, I believe it was at least, I think it was 10 couples. It was 10 couples, and then they would have 10 single men and 10 single women, and you'd be off in paradise for a, an extended period of time. And the couples would split and they'd go off with the opposite sex. So women would be with all the men and the men would be the, the obviously the men that were relationships would go with all the single women and they would just be parting it up. And obviously the idea was to see who would break in their relationship and who would play on. That's the only show I think dating wise that ever go on. But that was an awesome show. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's appropriate that you would pick that show. All right. Who else do we have? By my, my t-shirt size, I could wear an XL <laughs> but I, I, I'm more comfortable in a 2XL. I like it a little baggy. I don't like the, the thin fit and uh, the skinny fit. And then I, I, I need the key thing. This is a problem with T-shirts. I've seen some really cool T-shirts online that I'd like to get, but I need tall size. I need a tall size because I cannot wear a regular size because it just does not fit properly. Yeah, so, I, wear, uh, I wear extra large. Just a regular? You don't need a tall size? Yeah. No. Someone asked me that the other day about you, and I said, I think he wears a triple X because I didn't know the dimensions. Of- I did wear a triple X, but I don't wear a triple It's like a two X. I can get by with a one X as long as it's not like a skinny one X. You know? Yeah, I, I didn't know how they made those because you're what, six five, six six? Yeah, I'm in that in that area. And yes. so yeah. I, I didn't know how they, they, they made the shirts that way in terms of just the, the length on them. So. Like I've, there's some websites I've come across that have like really cool shirts and that I'd like buy a bunch of them, but they don't have tall sizes. So I'm like, well, wow. I can't buy it. It's like, I'm not going to be able to wear it. So what's the point? Uh, Fred from spring, Texas writes in deep in the heart of Texas. He says, do you or David have any food phobias? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's a phobia, but I, I've taken a strong anti seafood position. Um, I just, I want no part of it. I don't eat, um, you know, pig, pork, uh, but that's my parents' fault because I didn't do it as a kid and I've just gotten to this point now. It's like I don't drink coffee because I've never had coffee. So it's one of the things I can can brag about. So I know. don't uh, yeah, I don't eat a lot of seafood and I particularly do not eat eel. I tried eel once and it was awful. And, yeah, it's really the texture, right? The texture that's uh, the, the problem, I would think. Yeah, I haven't gotten a squid or lop. Yeah, I haven't gotten any of that stuff. I'm mostly like, you know, ahi, some tuna, some scallops, a little bit yeah. of shrimp. Hey, uh, but by the it. way, uh, we have a studio audience here, by the way, Gascon. Uh, my studio audience informs me that may or may not be the wife, that uh, my food phobias include um, – Eating meat on the bone, <laughs> which is accurate. Uh, I do not like wine, cheesecake, and I also I do have a phobia with tofu. I do not like tofu. I yes. do not like the texture of tofu. Well, so that this is a- makes this makes sense then, since the tomahawk is burning in your freezer, and your wife has uh, negated that uh, that present <laughs> for some time too. So, but wait, but wait, there's more guests yet. I also do not do not like undercooked hamburger. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, I have a lot of food phobias that I did not realize. But a voice in my head, the peanut gallery, the upper balcony, is filling me in on all the phobias that I did not realize I have. You know, I don't eat it. I don't think you do either. Spam. I do not eat spam. 
Uh, don't eat spam. Also, don't like soft tacos. To me, that's I should just eat a burrito. Uh, anti-salad. Also, I'm anti-salad. I do not Jesus. believe in eating salad. I think that we should not kill plants for human consumption. I think it's wrong to kill vegetables. Oh, and uh, I, I support the life of vegetables. I think they should grow. You know, lettuce should be able to grow and live a nice life. And I think it's it's really evil of human beings to have vegetable farms. It's it's as bad as the chicken farms. So you should just not eat any of that stuff. It's, it's just bad. And the morality of these vegetarians to think that they're somehow that the vegetable doesn't have feelings. Yeah. Fuck them. How do they know? Yeah. They don't know. They've never been lettuce. They've never been tomato. They don't know. The other thing I have a phobia with is I will I hate and I will not never eat it again. I will never eat cold chicken tenders. I will never eat cold raisin canes. I will never do you that again. Really? I will never okay. eat cold yeah. raisin canes. Well, there's a way to avoid that. There's a way to avoid it. And it's, it's if you go to a party and the party starts at 7 o'clock, and if you show up at 10 o'clock, you're probably going to get cold chicken. If you show up at 7.30, the food will be, still be hot. If you show up at 8 o'clock, the food will still be fresh. If you show up at 10 o'clock, probably not going to be fresh. I'm just throwing it out there as a you know common courtesy. Yeah, I had other social obligations to attend to. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this one's from uh, Ravi in Dublin, California. He says, Ben and Gascon, I have been listening to the Ben Maller and the Fifth Hour for a couple of years now. Both are very entertaining shows. Uh, and he says, I know David gifted fine meat for you in 2020, uh, your birthday there, which... Ben has not yet cooked. Considering how popular Ben is, I, I was wondering, I sent a couple of handmade character boards, wooden knife, and a uh, page-long handwritten letter over a month back. It's an, in an unattractive Amazon reused box, so nothing perishable, but any possibility of Ben opening those gifts in 2021, uh, he says. Uh, again, love the show. Uh, yeah, Rabbi, thank you. Everything's messed up right now with the mail. Uh, and I have picked up the mail a few times. I'm, I'm actually not in the main studio because of you know what's been going on the last year. I will be going into the studio actually tonight. So I hopefully will be able to pick up uh, some of the mail. I do, I do appreciate it. And uh, you know, I'm pretty bad about that. I try to give shout outs when I can to people. Uh, and I should, we should just do one podcast where I just thank everyone, I guess, <laughs> thank people. We've been very generous. I mean, we, we don't get paid a lot of money. You get paid peanuts, Gascon. I get paid chicken feed, but, uh, you know, it's <laughs> for the podcast. It's, it's more, I call it a labor of love, Gascon, because if it was, uh, if it was anything else, we wouldn't do it. Uh, and so that's the deal on that. But I do thank you, Ravi. And I look forward to, I've not gotten your gift yet and it sounds Sounds wonderful. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I I I uh, can't wait to see what's in that letter. So I do thank you, uh, Richard in Etowah, Tennessee. I think that's how you say it. Uh, e t o w a h. You ever heard of that? No, I have not. I don't even know if it's a real place, but he said he li- that's where he lives. He says, uh, "When will that west of the four hundred five douche gag on bitching? Stop bitching about the tomahawk steak. It's getting old." Hmm. Yes, John. Who who sent that? That's Richard. Oh, well, Richard, you're a fucking dick. I think he is a dick. That's why. He, all right. Yeah. All right. Uh, wizard. <laughs> uh, wizard from Indiana. Uh, wizard from Indiana says, I've enjoyed the show for years. Uh, who's going to coach the Pacers? So that's a sporty question. Uh, I don't know. Terry Stotts, Mike D'Antoni, some retread coach. That's usually how these things work. They, the Pacers hired a, a newbie coach, and that lasted one year. You should never get rid of a coach after one year. You've done something terribly wrong if you've gotten rid of a coach after one year. Uh, Marine, last one, another sporty question. Marine in Boston says, do you think Tuka Rask should retire from the Bruins? Man, well, he got shelled by the Islanders the other night. <laughs> yeah, well, Marine, Marine, keep in mind, you know, I'm not the hockey guy, but I would have gotten rid of Tuka Rask when he walked out of the NHL bubble yeah. last year. Like, if I was in charge of the Bruins, I would have disowned Tuka Rask 
uh, because he agreed to go and then he bailed out. So I would have been like, you know what? Uh, thank you. Don't let the door hit you in the ass is what they've I would have done. They've had two of the most volatile goaltenders in league history, Tuka Rask and Tim Thomas. Like th- those two guys, polar opposites, but man, they, they are extremely volatile. But yeah, they should be. Well, Tim, Tim Thomas, my, man, he was one of the originators, right? Tim Thomas back in the in the day with the White House stuff and that yeah. that whole deal. And yeah. that was, was a big deal. So. Yeah. yeah. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Upward and upward. Uh Yes. Uh, well, thank you. That'll uh, put the bow on another another weekend. And uh, I do look forward to, to sending, uh, getting the complaints because they'll all be about David Gascon. So if you'd like to send in a question for next week's mailbag. Now, a programming note, 
due to my schedule, um, I've got a little bit of a trip uh, coming up, so I will not be in on the radio show the day that we normally record the podcast. So we're going to have to record the podcast earlier in the week. So if you're planning on sending a question, I'll probably put something up on Facebook, the, the Facebook page, Ben Maller Show on Tuesday. And you can send a question right now for the real fifth hour. It's real fifth hour at gmail.com. R-E-A-L and then F-I-F-T-H-H-O-U-R, realfifthhour at gmail.com. And we'll do a mailbag next week and uh, we'll have the same amazing content for the weekend. Uh, so that's uh, that's next week. And I, I will be making a rare and appropriate in-studio appearance tonight. I will be in studio hanging out with Koopa Loop, Roberto, and Eddie for the first time since my line went down. And I had to scramble in there with my no shoes and a rainstorm. Yeah. So it'll be interesting because I, I will be I will be leaving as you come in a few hours uh, later. Um and, uh, are you gonna yeah. leave a gift? Are you gonna leave a gift for me? Are you gonna? You no, gonna but I'm I'm, I'm kind of inspired though by a couple of the emails that you've gotten. I might need to go check the mailroom right now to go see. No, 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 That's a federal crime. That's a that's a federal crime. So, you know, I can just easily say I'm a part of this production and podcasting team. So if it's sent to Ben, it's sent to me. Yeah. You know. All right, knock <laughs> knock it off, cowboy. Knock it off. All right, listen, have a great, great Sunday. Thank you for, for listening all weekend. As always, tell a friend, review the podcast five stars. Give us five stars. That helps us out a lot. And uh, mahalo, aloha, shalom, goodbye. Uh, we'll talk to you tonight, 11 p.m. in the West, 2 a.m. Monday morning in the East. The Ben Maller Show is back with a complete Clipper breakdown uh, and a whole lot more. We'll get to that then. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 